Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. And there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. <laughs> Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Feed the world. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Very problematic song. Very problematic oh, song to start, to start the podcast with today. Um. Welcome to H7, everybody. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. My name is Molly Neffel, and I have very much willfully forgotten the existence of that song. It's a, it's it's rough. It's been in my head a lot. Just so everybody knows, Marcus is not here today because I think he's stuck in like a snowstorm or something. It's something that's very plain strains and automobiles. You know what? I stopped listening after a couple of minutes. So um, You know, it sounds to me a little bit like... He might meet. I mean, I know he already has the love of his life, but if he were in a Hallmark movie, dude, he'd be about to meet the love of his life, dude. I know, and I love Carolina so much, and he would never do anything. So that's why. What are, what are the other tropes that he might fall find himself? You know what it is? Maybe that he doesn't have the spirit of Christmas, and maybe yeah. Santa's sleigh is also going to be stuck <laughs> at the airport, and then he and then Santa's gonna come in, and you're, and you're like, oh no, that's just a fat jolly man. Couldn't possibly be Santa. And then on Christmas morning or tomorrow, um, everyone's just gonna wake up with a bunch of presents in there all of their luggage and just like how did he know that I wanted an engagement ring for Christmas yeah I think that that has to be what happens because I mean I think that Marcus is fully capable of having the Christmas spirit in him uh obviously not the Thanksgiving spirit as we learned uh a few weeks ago but um but you know if we were going to choose out of the Hallmark bag of tricks it's got to be that he's not feeling the Christmas spirit and then that and then his his journey being stuck in the snow is going to teach it to him. And I think that that's something that everyone needs to take into their hearts this year. If you don't have the spirit of Christmas, the spirit of Christmas will come after you and fuck up every <laughs> single one of your plans. Oh, what you want to go home for Christmas? You can't. You don't have enough Christmas spirit to do that. <laughs> so I hope he learns a couple of lessons that Marcus Parks about not having enough Christmas spirit. You better make room for the Christmas fucking spirit or you can kiss your schedule goodbye yeah because everything is fucked for you good luck you sinner you thought and joy (laughs) sinner um that's not what marcus is i don't think that marcus likes christmas at least not the way that i love christmas i don't think he's quite as much in the spirit of christmas as you are i think if if hallmark had to cast someone to be like the person who has the most spirit of Christmas I'm not sure if Marcus would be the one of the three of us who would be cast first no 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 no. but maybe um but maybe we could just get back to the lyrics of uh do they know it's Christmas time at all (laughs) it's hard it's hard but when you're having fun there's a world outside your window and it's a world of dread and fear where the only water flowing is the bitter sting of tears Jesus Christ, this song. Talk about Christmas spirit. <laughs> they're really they're really making you feel I'm also I, I know I mean I don't know a whole lot, but I'm pretty sure it does snow in Africa. Uh yes, because of South Africa. And also, um t- correct me if I'm wrong, 
but it seems to be that the origin of this song is 1984. Band-Aid. And the year 1984, not the book 1984. Uh, and that is not long ago enough for it to be this racist. But technically they were trying to do good. I am now looking at a picture of giraffes standing in snow. It definitely snows in Africa. They did not do any of their... I know that it was a big... Uh, they, they were raising money for Africa. Yeah, also Africa is... A, I mean, it's a continent. Like, the idea of the entire... Con- also, I'm sure they know about fucking Christmas. <laughs> I just you know <laughs> I, it makes me I forget about this song every year and then every time I hear it, I'm just like good lord and I mean this is coming from a woman that loves Christmas shoes I don't like great songs but this but it's just so goddamn catchy it was re-recorded three times <laughs> first and when it, its origin in 1984, it was re-recorded in 1989, 2004, and 2014. Again, I can't emphasize this enough. At which point, we all should have known if we didn't already know in 1984 that this is very, very, very wrong. I love too that the it, it, you know they got so many different people to come in to like formulate Band-Aid and no one questioned it. No one questioned any of it. It's like Sting, Sting doesn't know anything about feeding people in Africa, right? Sting is really the face of this. I mean, I, it just, you know, I my entire reference for the world when I was a kid was The Simpsons. I like things, things that The Simpsons were referring to the, like that had happened in real life those are like the real version for me you know yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is just like when Bart falls down the well and yes. Sting comes and they all sing about the boy stuck in the well <laughs> like I'm like oh this is like that time in the Simpsons and of course that was uh you know not the original it, version it's of a these cartoon events, but, but at the same it's a cartoon <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know that maybe we'll get all all of the African children that are starving out of their wells of despair and dread. <laughs> At least um, that's what they're doing with this song. Well, God, here's to them underneath that burning sun. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Oh, my God. It's really... It's really only 1984 that they did this. <laughs> Which, um, you know, I feel like every time you say 1984, it would make more sense if it happened in the book 1984, right? Yes, right. If this was an example of, like, the absolute, like, uh, a morally repulsive behavior under a dystopia, then then yes. But instead, this was a bunch of people who were like, we're doing great. Let's uh, let's uh, raise some money. But, I mean, speaking of other collectives that, that are awful, you know I love my Christmas shoes. I went down a, a bit of a Christmas shoes hole. Um, a couple of days ago about New Song. So New Song is the band that sings Christmas shoes. I don't want to buy these shoes. I also watched the Ugh. Christmas shoes, um, which was the Hallmark movie with Rob Lowe. Spoiler alert, it's not good. Is it based on the song? Kind of. Mm-hmm. I was real cheaped while I was watching it because I think that's the only way you're allowed to watch um, the Christmas shoes. But in the music video, new song is like, it's a it's a gaggle of white dudes that sing, but there's no reason to have this many men. And in the video, there's only one dude singing it. What do all the other dudes do? Can we see them in the video? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of just standing around looking mysterious with the Christmas spirit. Interesting. They're not... Um, playing instruments or doing other Christmas-like activities like wrapping presents. I mean, they've got scarves on. <laughs> My favorite one is I watched a video. I watched a video. I guess it was a fan-made video. At first, I thought it was the official video for Christmas Shoes. And it was just an acting out of the entire song with a little boy who's dirty, but he also mouths the words to the, like, sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please, and that whole, all the chorus, he mouths it out, and it's awful. The acting is atrocious, but I highly recommend you look for it. Um, If you just search the Christmas shoes, you can find the video for it. I feel like this is actually how I conceptualize what music videos, like, if I was in charge of making a music video, that's the music video... I would make like, but for every song, it would just be like me singing the song in a very narrative 
kind of like I would just be literally acting out very very literally acting out the idea of the song and singing it much like a kind of musical theater performance yes as opposed to what a music video actually is which is like an artistic presentation that accompanies the music (laughs) it's a I you know what I implore you Molly to start making music videos of your favorite songs just you and Freddie you've got the time You've got, I mean, you got a baby. You've got the time to do this. I, I think that, um, I think that you would do a really good job at it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do sing to her a lot. So why not make some money just off of it? Set up a video studio, and it's just me imagining whatever the narrative story behind these songs that enter my head are like. It's hard to say what it is I see oh. in you. Still there. Still there. Oh, no. The music video would just be me, like, imagining the story of whatever that song is, presumably just me singing to somebody who I have a crush on, and yeah. just looking right at the camera and just singing it. Hopefully your husband, Molly, the only man you're uh, allowed to have a crush on. That's Well, I, just don't, I, I would want to look at the lyrics of that song before I would commit to bring anyone any real nonfiction characters into my um musical theater presentation of it i understand maybe you could be singing it to kurt russell's santa daddy have you watched <laughs> christmas chronicles yet uh so so here's my status with christmas movies please hit me uh, i am very short on time because i have not been oh, sleeping baby. a lot and so <laughs> Because of when I get home from work and when I have to go to sleep in order to not lose my absolute mind, I don't have time for even the length of a of a Christmas movie, which is usually like an hour and a an half hour, or an hour and twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hour twenty, and uh, and so what I did, and I thought that you would be really proud of me, and I'm very proud to come here, and I feel like a child who's done their homework. I am already proud of you. I went on my on demand, and I saw under Hallmark that there is a whole category called specials, and I was like, excellent, and there is a. 2018 Miracles of Christmas preview special hosted by none other than Candace Cameron Burr. Oh my and a, god. And I listen, I love dogs, but this dog looked a little rough. You wait to know Molly, and, please. It looked a little <laughs> rough. <laughs> wow, she's still hey. got it. Still got it. <laughs> this dog looked a little bow wow 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 and uh Candace Cameron Burr also looked a little rough. Yeah, that's just a regular rough. And that's just sandpaper that's rough. That's just a regular regular rough. And uh, she very kindly just took me through all of the new Christmas movies that Hallmark uh, is bringing this year. And the great news is that they're almost all sequels to movies that already exist. Oh, good. So I, I, got, I, I really got a lot of... I feel like I got caught up on the, the canon, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which one... Are, are there any that you're particularly looking forward to watching? Um, You know, the there's one called Marrying Father Christmas. Oh, hell yeah. Which is the third in a trilogy. How? And when they're trying to the Santa Claus it, there's there can be only one. The Santa Claus is the Highlander of those movies. <laughs> and um it is about people who I guess in the first movie they met at Christmas time. Don't know what happened in the second movie. Probably they got engaged at Christmas time and then in the third movie they're getting married at Christmas time. And I just think I'm sure people do this, but I feel like it would be Having as someone who had planned a wedding, hmm. I would rather die than be married at a time when people are very busy and when I am very busy. Yeah, you mean like my my older sister who's getting married on December twenty third. December twenty third. December. 23rd. I've got nothing else to is say about that. Is she marrying Father Christmas? I because know that's what, what this film is about. I'm going to do some investigating because if he doesn't turn out to be Father Christmas, I'm pissed. Because <laughs> everybody's just like, oh, it's so fun to plan a wedding and plan Christmas. And I'm like, what time do you guys have? How do you all have this much time? People are like, on her way home for the holidays, she ran into an old friend, and over the weeks of being home for the holidays, their relationship developed. These people are home for a whole month for the fucking holidays. I don't understand how they get... I mean, a lot of them, you know, they're in their big city, and they're, you know, they're 
their boutiques shut down and they got to go home for a while. But but they really do spend a lot of time. It's like I'm in and out four days, four days. Yeah, I go there. I immediately come back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I travel for Christmas almost every year. Travel home. This is the only year that I am not because my folks are out here. Uh, And I would go for between four and five days every time. I don't have three and a half weeks off. I don't have time to develop a new relationship when I'm home because I don't have any time. I know. And I know that we talk about it every year about going home and finding your old flame, of which we all know that I have never been able to do. But how do all students, like, how do we, how do we have the Hallmark Christmas life? Uh huh. How can we create that for ourselves? Yeah. I think that the answer is number one, be Candace Cameron Bure, which we will never be, but that's fine. So cross that off. Be Candace Cameron Bure. Get the rough looking dog is step number two. God, she's um, so tight. I just keep submitting. Like, how does she stay so tight? Is it the love of Jesus Christ? Is that what I'm missing? She's tight. Like, it's like, it seems like a hostage situation kind of tight to me. That she just has to, or else her, the, like, the father of her, like, 20 children will leave her. Look at her eyes. She looks like she's got a gun to her back. Like, Oh yeah, she's I'm dead on the so inside. Much fun. Especially that she's going to be starring in a shoe addicts Christmas. Did you watch the preview of that? I did not see the shoe addicts Christmas one. Oh man, it's uh, she is. Um, I believe that she is a guardian angel <sighs> in, a, in a department <laughs> store. Melakaliki <laughs> uh, maka is a thing to say on a bride wine Christmas day. Sometimes it's the smallest changes that can have the biggest benefits. Like putting a mango in your nightly jizzy and pretending like you're island living, man. Yeah, I'm shortening flamingo to mingo because who's got the time? No time, but I do have an easy change you can make that your body will thank you for. Switching to aluminum-free deodorant. I recently made the switch with Kopari's Coconut Deodorant, and I don't think I could ever go back. You'll never get me off my mind island either. Unlike most traditional deodorants, Kopari's deodorant is aluminum-free and vegan. It's also free of silicone, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, and baking soda, so it's great for sensitive skin. That's also why Mind Island is leagues better than being on a real tropical island, because the sand, it is rough on your butt. And sun, it's bad for your skin. All right, you know what? We all know that Mind Island isn't as good as Real Island, but Kopari is definitely better than your regular deodorant. Now, Kopari's deodorant fights odor with plant-based actives such as sage oil and coconut oil. It doesn't leave behind a sticky white residue, just the sweet, subtle scent of fresh coconut milk. Slap a nut up and yawn and dream of the sweaty, chapped hands of a hesitant island worker that just wants to get to fishing, but he accidentally gets to fishing for kisses instead. I'm trapped in my horny island dreams. Please, someone help me, but also don't because I love it. And Kopari outlasts your longest days. So fish on, fish man, because my essence can and will make up for your scale-ridden nethers. This is Kopari's number one selling product. They can barely keep it in stock. And I love that they offer a deodorant subscription. You just choose how often you want to receive it, and they ship it to you automatically for free, so you never run out of deodorant again. Where my mingos at? Gulp on them shrimps and get nice and purdy and pink for us, because shell smell ain't no problem for these cocoa struts. Kopari offers a money-back guarantee, so there's no reason not to try it today. Go to koparibeauty.com slash page 7 to make the safe switch today and save $5 off your first order when you subscribe. That's kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash page 7. Koparibeauty.com slash page 7. I'm going to fade into Mind Island forever. Goodbye, I'm Vincent D'Onofrioing from The Cell. To go back to your question about how we have a Hallmark Christmas, I think that we have to, it's going to be hard since we're not in the same, you know, city, but I think that it has to involve, like, 
inviting everyone we know over to decorate the Christmas tree. Right. right? Inviting everyone we know over to decorate the rest of the house somehow in all of your Christmas decorations. Doing and having, you know, there's always a Christmas party that I've never actually been to in real life, like uh, where all of your neighbors are there for some reason. Yeah. You know, you have to have all the neighbors over. You have to sing carols. Like all these uh, these they, they really just make it a, an, a series of events that is unlike what my real life holiday experience is, which is usually just like lots of um, holiday parties and then just feeling like a zombie the entire month from all of the social drinking. It's a lot of social drinking, which I definitely have that portion of it covered completely. You know what it is that we need to live our lives a little more like Christmas with the cranks. <laughs> but that's not a is that a, that's that's not a hallmark. That's a real one, right? That's a real one. And one of those ones that I just end up watching at least three times every year, and I don't know why. I don't like it. Why do I watch it so much? Yeah, that's one that I haven't. Over the years of us doing this show and talking about movies, Christmas movies, I have, I have like t- taken the leap and watched some that I had not ever seen before, like the Santa Claus. Um, I mean, that is a classic. I know it's a classic, and I'm glad I did. But you know, Christmas with the Cranks is just not a leap I'm willing to take. I understand. I mean, technically, it should be a hit. It's got Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Yeah. What could go wrong? <laughs> I remember Freaky Friday. Everything Jamie Lee Curtis touches turns to gold. Yes. It's why I started eating yogurt <laughs> and immediately stopped because it hurt my stomach. So regarding famous people and Christmas movies mm-hmm. and Hallmark, something happens with the Hallmark movies where everyone is like a C list or minus actor and then sometimes there'll be a person where you're like oh them for example Kathy Lee Gifford in the movie God Winks <gasps> which wait, is wait, about God Winks as in wink oh yes it's oh, about ooh. the coincidences that bring us together that are so special that we know it's not random it's God winking no I don't want a God wink I feel like and Kathy Lee Gifford is there and her character is talking about her dead husband which is too close to home for me with Kathy Lee Gifford oh it is um it's based on a book you know what maybe we need to maybe we need to read when God winks (laughs) I just feel like I feel like it's not good when God winks it's like usually when I'm winking it's like a (laughs) you know like it's sinister I associate it as a sinister behavior yeah it's not good it's shifty is what it is I don't need you know whatever you believe in up there to be shifty don't fuck with me bro don't you shit in yeah. my face and tell me it's raining. Yeah, right. I think that God winks like when some like when you step in dog shit, God winks. Winks. You know? <laughs> Did that fuck up your day? It's like not having the Christmas <laughs> spirit. I feel like this all goes around where it's just like they're just using finding excuses to fuck with you in your everyday life. We we, we maybe have to have to do a Christmas book club and we read the God wings. Oh, yes, I <laughs> I agree. But um, speaking of C list celebrities, where they pack in the A A plus list celebrity Hallmark movies, um, did I did I yell at you over Marco Polo about a Christmas melody? I don't believe so. Uh, you must have been yelling at somebody else. I was definitely yelling about it. Um, I know that I was yelling to Mary about it. So Mary and I are going to start watching our. We're going to start watching our Hallmark movies starting Thursday. We're starting. Call, I'm calling it Jolly's 2018 when we're going to live stream and and watch for our patrons of different Hallmark movies. And a Christmas Melody is definitely on the list because I just we, we got to talk about this movie. It is so. It's Lacey Chabert, which. You know, I love her, but she's a little C-list. Not in the Hallmark, you know, realm. But I I love her because of Party of Five, obvi. So she goes back to her hometown. She closes down her boutique in New York. She goes to her hometown for a month to, like, regroup. She moves in with her parents. But her rival, her high school rival, runs the PTA where her kid is now going to school. High school rival meaning they were in high school at the same time is played and the movie is directed by none other than Mariah Carey. No. (laughs) What? What universe that Lacey Chabert and 
Mariah Carey went to high school at the same time. I'm not sure. I guess it's the Christmas spirit that I lack. That they um that in in Mariah Carey's mind, she can pass for being like mid thirties. I mean, I feel like there's a Hallmark thing where it's like it's like reverse selling out where I actually don't want them to have bigger names. It's like it's like the it's it's selling out for Hallmark to have Anybody who is like higher level than formerly on Full House, you know? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mariah Carey's 48 years old. You know, she's not. (laughs) She ain't. And also, girl's been hard on her body. And you know I love me some Mariah Carey. I feel bad for her. But at the same time, she is now being declared the queen of Christmas. And I immediately was like, she's not the queen of Christmas. But I guess who is? I think she is. And I think that, you know, I... And kind of every Christmas surprised to learn that I am in a a great minority of people who does not love all I want for Christmas is you. I mean, you can't you can't deny how catchy it is. I wanted to sing it at the top of the show because it also has been stuck in my head. But you know what? I can't do it. The way that Mariah Carey also can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't do it. Voice That's something you have in common. Mariah Carey and I, I feel like we have a lot in common. It, you know, one day we're going to meet and we're going to be like, oh my God, Soul Sisters. <laughs> Once I get that reality show where I just hide my children and want to be in the spotlight. That's, all, that's the only reason why I want to have children is so that I can push them away so they will always know that I'm better than they are. <laughs> just like Mariah Carey. <laughs> Oh my god I mean She's acting in this film She's not just behind the camera Starring and directed by Mariah Carey Wow that's real big guns by Hallmark So I'm saving it to watch As one of our weekly movies In December And I think that I don't want to watch it I think I want to watch it for the first time live I'm almost that excited about it You better watch the fucking Godwinks Now that I told you about it I don't know if I can, Molly I don't know (laughs) if I can And I, you know what, I am always forever intrigued By Kathy Lee Gifford But I just don't know if I can How are we going to be Kathy Lee and Hoda If we are not familiar with all of Kathy Lee Gifford's body of work God damn it, you're right all right, I'll work on it. You said it's on the Hallmark? Man, and that's the thing, though, is, like, ooh, they get you. The Hallmark streams all of it. Like, you can do Hallmark unlimited streaming of their movies for, like, five ninety nine for a month. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking do that. I'm going to watch the shit out of every single one of those movies, especially Mingle All the Way. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, the, the thing, there's just so many. This is the thing. I now, because of the special that I watched with Canada's Cameron Bure, I know about the new ones coming out this year. And when you look at like the the cache of movies in the archives, there are so many Hallmark Christmas movies. There's more than any human being could ever watch. There's so many of them. There's so many of them. And there's just, you know what? There's so many that have to do with baking. Just so many of them have to do with baking. Why? I mean, it is a central activity to Christmas. I know, but then that's why I like to watch like the holiday bake-offs, like the cookie bake-offs and shit like that on on the mm-hmm. Food Network, which again, mm-hmm. we've discussed, you know, the Thanksgiving shows are way better for Food Network. I'm not as excited. Although I am excited, which I'm hoping that the Great American Light Fight starts soon. Because I love I it. have been watching the Great American Light Fight. Has it started? Yeah, there was one. Um, uh, that was actually what prompted. I was I was mildly bored by it, and it prompted me to whoa. go and watch the Hallmark. <laughs> oh, whoa. Hey, Molly, them's fighting words. I know, I know. I did not watch the whole thing, but I did watch it. It's there. It is available to watch. I love it. I lo- I'm sorry. It's the Great Christmas Light Fight. And I watch it every year. It's one of those ones I immediately forget about until around this time of year. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do get obsessed with that weird, dumb show. And these people that put so much effort into making their houses so magical. Which, you know what? Good on ya. But also, I can't imagine ever, like, in our neighborhood, we had the people that, like, we knew people that did that. But a lot of them paid people to do it. 
And I think that that takes some of the Christmas spirit out of it. But I think I would be way more likely to not put the elbow grease into it just to have a fantastical house. Yeah, I mean, I guess that if I could pick like the best version, the the best Christmas spirit version of myself, um, like that I'll <laughs> never be, I would be the person who ba- who's who's on holiday baking championship and not the person on the great light fight because like... That's a lot of like physical labor and a lot of storage needs and organizational needs that I don't have. But I want to be the type of fun lady slash now fun mom who shows up to like any social event in December and is like, I brought a Yule log. And everyone's like, yay! You know what it is? I don't want to do anything that I have to use a ladder multiple times. You know? Yeah. I don't need a ladder. I'm not made for a ladder. We have a step ladder in my kitchen right now because there's all of our cabinet space is so high and I am terrified of the step ladder. I haven't used it once. No, never get on the step ladder. You just reach for it and go eh eh until Gideon comes home. <laughs> and that's <laughs> I know I know that you're strong and I know you can do it, but also I'm not gonna climb. And if I if it's up there, you know what? I guess it's up there forever. That's how I see it. <laughs> I wish I wanna meet the person that takes the photographs for the covers of the Hallmark channels because they are you know what I'm throwing an upsetting on it there's something so uh, uh, upsettingly stagnant about their dead eyes and their dead smiles like I'm looking at homegrown Christmas with Lori Laughlin and um, some generic hot daddy number B which also but that's the thing though they get the hottest generic daddies in these fucking shows. Yeah. Either they're actually legit hot, which was the case for some of them, or they're like really like 78% attractive, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I immediately stopped listening because I saw a poster for one called North Pole Open for Christmas, which sounds like a porn. It's, it's but it true. is. <laughs> right? Is that, I feel like uh, now I immediately want to write... The, I want to write a porn version <laughs> of North Pole open for Christmas, which I just feel like I want to start saying that every time I open my legs, whether I'm about to have sex or not, just like North Pole open for Christmas. You want to see if she's open? Oh, gates open. Better come on inside. Ooh, it's cold out there. You come on into my cottage. It's cold out there. Um, it is... Um, <laughs> But North Pole open for Christmas as Lori Laughlin and Dermot Mulroney. But the thing is that it has something to do with this teen elf child. So all of it makes me very upset. Lori Laughlin is in three out of four Hallmark movies. I'm so happy for her because I think that she does not have to act at any other time of the year. No, except for Fuller House 2. Yes, right. I guess that's true. I was going to say nor nor uh, is she necessarily invited to act for the rest of the year, but I'm wrong because there is still Fuller House. Oh, God. And also, Candace Cameron Bure was saying, she was talking to E! News and she was talking about how, like, I would do Fuller House forever. And she's going on and on about how much she loves DJ Chan- Tanner, which yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada. She's such such a weird robot woman, but I'm so entranced by her. But what really upset me is that she said that in the upcoming season of Fuller House that they are featuring a musical episode, one that would feature the cast dancing and singing an homage to La La Land. Oh, no. Oh, oh, ladies, why you do what you do? I mean, admittedly, that is a very 90s sitcom thing to have your musical episode, right? I guess. And I mean, I, you didn't hear me hem and haw about the Riverdale one. so Well, you, you, heard, you heard me hem and haw about it. Yeah, because I mean, you know, it wasn't very good. It's, they're never very good. Don't force a bunch of people that don't usually dance and sing to dance and sing like... La La Land, you know? Yeah, especially not like La La Land. The best musical episode of any sitcom is the Zack Attack episode of Saved by the Bell. I see. I never got into Saved by the Bell. What happened with that one? They just form a band and they get really popular and it's like shot like, you know, 90s rock band style music videos and uh, it's narrated by Casey Kasem. And when I was a kid, I thought the music in that episode was so... Good. I was like, why don't they put out an album of the songs that Zack Attack sings? <laughs> and I think I was the only person on earth who wanted that. 
I'm sure that many people out there, it's got to be on Spotify, right? Thought we'd always be together. Ooh, girl. I was sure our love would last. I still remember all of it. Hell yeah, girl. You fuck. Whoa. My problem is I got to get off this. I have to get off this website. I have to get off of the Hallmark Channel because this, I saw another one called Journey Back to Christmas. That is Candace Cameron Bure, but I think, and Tom Skerritt. Who's Tom Skerritt? Tom Skerritt is the dad in Steel Magnolias. Um, he's ah. done a many, many, many other things, but in my brain, he's always the dad from Steel Magnolias. Um, I think it has something to do with an asteroid and World War II. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I'm guessing by the cover of this, it has something to do with both those things, which obviously, yeah. I was having no fun brushing, but then I got quip. My teeth had no vibrations, but then I got quip. My teeth are now all clean, and I know why. Because I got quip, because I got quip, because I got quip. The it gift this holiday season is quip. An electric toothbrush designed to make brushing better. Now, when life gives you holiday lemons, make a dang meringue. And if you take a sleigh ride down to Cheap Town and think, hey, why I gotta brush my teeth before bed, while you're already all cuddlebug in that big soft bed of yours, that means Quip is a must for you. The buzz buzz of Mr. Brush feels like a firework starburst all over my gums and teeth. It's a massage for your mouth. Quip is the gift that keeps refreshing, with brush heads automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. And you can even gift prepaid refills for a year to make sure they're never using old, worn-out, or ineffective bristles. Ever since I became a broke-as-a-joke adult, honestly, my favorite gifts of the holiday season are the ones that I need. Give the gift of clean to your favorite midnight toker, because then... They're never going to forget to change their brush again. And Quip makes holiday travels clean and easy with a multi-use cover that mounts to mirrors and unmounts to slide over the bristles for on-the-go brushing. So the only thing dirty going in this mouth of mine this holiday season is the coal that Santa Daddy fixing to use like a fun time gag. I mean, I really do love my Quip. Every time I get my refill in the mail, I'm just like, Jesus, has it been three months already? Then I realized that my cheap brain probably was only changing my toothbrush like every year or so before Quip. Is that sad? Yeah, but you know what? It's kind of fun because then my brain is forever stuck in the humor realms of a hormone raging 12 year old boy. But that's why I love Quip and why they have over 5,000 verified five star reviews. Quip looks like a big ticket tech gift with a stocking stuffer price, starting at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash page seven right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. But you don't have to tell your gifty that. I mean, you could just because, I mean, I love talking about a deal. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash page seven. Happy holidays. Did you see there was a Twitter, uh, there was a tweet um, that um, was a collection of all of the different Christmas movie covers that featured a man and a woman who were each wearing a red sweater and a green sweater. Ooh, no, it, send it. It makes you want to. It makes you want to shoot your eyes out. Hell see yeah, if I can find it. That it's sounds like great. really, really upsetting and scary. You know, there is one thing that I think I need to write a letter to Hallmark. I didn't, mean, we didn't mean to talk about this for so long. I want to write a letter to Hallmark because bitches need to get more woke over at the Hallmark channel. It's a little, it's a little rough. I feel like it's the same. It's like my love for Chip and JoJo Gaines. You know, I mm-hmm. turn a blind eye, which I shouldn't, even though, you know, they that they are a part of an organization that is, I'm going to say not woke, which is the nicest way to say it. Um, deeply, deeply, deeply homophobic. Deeply. But they are not. It's just what they associate with. Not that I'm saying that I'm giving them an excuse because I don't support that. But I do love them as people. I love what they do. 
It's the same with the Hallmark Channel. There is not one interracial couple on any of these posters. Not one. Oh, no. Not one. No, 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 no. And no. I feel like they think that they're being woke just by having diversity at all. And they're like, no, everyone else gets their own movie. But like, oh, God, come on. They shoot it all in Canada. I know Canada's more woke than we are. Yeah, but I think Canada has to let people in even if they're not woke, you know? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't think... I guess my question, especially after this fucking Godwinks thing, is is it explicitly a Christian channel? I, I think it is. Because a lot of their movies, because then I started going through like the regular movies that aren't just a Christmas movie on Hallmark, and a lot of them are very, yeah, yeah, religious. Yeah, I mean, it really, it really took me by surprise. I thought I was just along for a Christmas ride, not a not a Christ ride, you know? But that's but I think that was were we talking about this yesterday that that's what happened with me with the damn left behind series. Man, did I feel dumb. <laughs> I'm not a smart woman, but I know what love is. But I I know that I'm not very smart. And when I was I'm going to say like 16, whenever those books were coming out, I didn't know anything about like Kirk Cameron's like whole, you know, religious resurgence or whatever it is and um so i read the first like book and a half of the left left behind because i thought it was just like a post-apocalyptic like everyone disappears <laughs> what the fuck is a happening fun, a fun hunger Games. yeah yeah, yeah nah, 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 nah. that's a rapture and i i'm worried that that's what's <laughs> happening with the hallmark channel and um i um it's not like I'm going to stop watching it. No, but I think that we should all be prepared for the fact that they might be slowly trying to convert us. They're not going to do it. You can't convert me. I don't believe in shit. That's how it goes. I believe in myself, and I believe in hot dogs. And if there was a hot dog god, I believe in that. I believe in taking every part of an animal and, and, and twirling it down and shoving it into a, into a casing for me to gulp. One thing that I learned from watching the um, kind of highlights of all these Hallmark movies is that I think that at least in pop culture, I don't know if this actually happens in real life, but every single scene that they featured in the special was a, one character asking another character, what do you remember about your childhood Christmas? And it seems like basically it's a lot of characters kind of like living out their childhood, you know, traumas or like uh, where they're kind of like, suspended in their like childhoods kind of trying to resolve things they were never able to and it made me really think like are we constantly trying to either like right the wrongs of our childhood Christmases yeah. or go back to the idyllic time of our childhood like Hallmark will have you believe that we all had these idyllic childhood Christmases and I'm gonna say that that is not the case for everyone no 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 that's not no you can't a lot of it is just like no I'd rather not how about we don't think about the past that's usually my <laughs> my whole MO just in life like why don't we just pretend like it didn't exist that's kind of fun. That's fun, too. <laughs> but all these movies are like, this, the real spirit of Christmas is for us to creepily do exactly what we did as children. Now that we're adults, we'll still go to Nana's house. That was one of the movies. They went to Nana's house, and from beyond the grave, Nana had left them a list of all the things that she wanted them to do to come back together as a family for Christmas. Good Lord. See, that's just creepy. That you know what you do? Take it, turn it into a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What else does Nana need us to do? What does <laughs> Nana need us to do? We just have a good Christmas. Oh, no, we, we have to go pick out a Christmas tree at Old Man <laughs> Smith's Christmas tree lot. No, no, he's been dead for eighteen years. <laughs> <laughs> that lot was bought up by Walmart 12 years ago. How are we supposed to get a tree? <laughs> what do we do? I just said, do it. Okay, Nana. She, and then if you don't do it, she starts like killing off all the, the family members, starting with the youngest. <laughs> and I think that's a lot of fun. It's the revenge of Nana's Christmas. God, we got to start writing these things. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really, really good. That is a Hallmark movie I would watch immediately. Man, I'm going to write so many letters to Hallmark. They're going to get so many script ideas for me. It's going to be great. 
I don't think that they're going to be into it. I'm also really excited because I'm trying to find this Mary Steenburgen movie that's not a Hallmark movie. It's called Dead of Winter. It's a it's a horror Christmas movie. I think it's more or more like a New Year's New Year's Eve movie. And she plays three different roles in it. My roommate was telling me about it. I was just like, I want to see Mary Steenburgen, Mary Steenburgen, Mary Steenburgen. Of course I do. Is it it's a new movie or an old movie? An old movie. It's got Roddy McDowell in it. Really? Yeah. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna tell you all about it. I don't know why I'm talking about this now as if um I had anything else to say. I just wanted to say it. I think you know what? You gotta state your intention sometimes. And it's something that I wanna see. And now everybody knows. I like her. I love Mary Steenburgen. I wanna give her a big old kiss. She's like a fun mom. Oh, uh, she's a hot mom. And she's an elf, and I love elf. I've already watched Scrooged, and I watched Krampus, which is a fun romp. Highly recommend Krampus. Yeah, Krampus looks fun. My problem is I save them all. I say like I I parcel out the ones that I love, and then I just fill the rest of my time with Hallmark movies. I think that that's the best way to do it. You don't need to go through all the other garbage. Mm-hmm. But you know, now on to current news. I do want to just talk about real fast. Gotta bring it up. Amanda Bynes' interview in Paper Magazine. Yeah, so um, I did just did a, a you know some glancing, but there is a lot there. Could you could you tell me the highlights of what we learned about Amanda Bynes and her her real journey that she opens up about? I mean, essentially, what she's saying is that it had nothing. None of it had anything to do with mental illness. It was all drug addiction. It all had. It was all drug addiction. But then she goes into like. Talking about all the different movies that she would watch and or, uh, all the different movies that she would be in and watch the footage of the movies and she couldn't take how she looked in it because she has body dysmorphia and so she would just keep doing more drugs because she didn't like uh-huh. how she looked and then you know that slowly evolved so but like but like but she was very vehemently saying that like I am not mentally ill. It is just drug addiction. Interesting. I feel like I'm. I obviously those are that distinction is like I think important and and I think sometimes when we talk about those two things we like even if somebody might suffer from both or might live with both I should say like we we sometimes conflate them but it's interesting that she's like very vehemently denying like being affected by one and kind of yeah I guess I. I'm not necessarily used to people parsing it so so clearly like that. I will say though, so she did. So she's like, essentially, she never did like math. She didn't do blow. She was smoking a bunch of weed, like dosing herself crazy with Adderall, and then she did a lot of Molly and ecstasy. But like the things that she was doing, like I've done a lot of all those things, you know. And I know that I'm not like a famous person. But I also do like, uh, like, like she had a lot of crazy moments that I mean, sure, Molly makes you act a little weird, of course. Ecstasy, you know, yeah. And I mean, I used Adderall for a long time, but I don't know if I believe this whole like, I'm fine though, because she wants to start acting again. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it seems like. And especially if she has that level of body dysmorphia too, it sounds like there's nothing. It sounds like I guess what it, what it sounds like to me that has a little bit of a me waving a, a a red flag is like that to kind of like it's almost like she's stigmatizing mental illness and saying no, I don't have that. It was just drugs, and it sounds like well, if there was any sort of mental illness factor that was contributing to you like d- like using drugs the way that you did, right, or not being able to cope like with what was going on then it's not like we have to be like oh it would be really really terrible if it was mental illness although understandable because it'd be everybody watching her was just like that bitch is crazy that bitch is crazy which yeah might lead some bitches to be like hey i'm not fucking crazy here's what was going on you know yeah and there's anything wrong with being crazy no, there's other wrong with it, but also it's like it's not your fault, it's your responsibility. But I feel like she's putting a very anti uh, anti mental illness stigma on this whole interview mm-hmm. of as if mm-hmm. it is something that is definitely whether she is or not. I have no idea. I don't know her, but like I feel like that it's just kind of mm, uh, it's making it seem like no, no, no. I mean, I'm not. Uh, no, I'm not mentally ill. Uh-huh. Uh, you know. <laughs> 
It's interesting because the other story that you sent me from this week uh, about Kim Kardashian being like, yeah, when I did ecstasy, I got married. And then another time I did ecstasy and I did a sex tape. I did a tape. sex tape. And I was just like, yeah, dude, that's why I sent you that article because I was just like, you know what? Weirdly enough, kind of makes me like Kim Kardashian more. I know, me too. I was like, you know, that is very honest. Like some people are like, you know what? Every time I drink whiskey, I cry. She's like, every time I do ecstasy, I either get married or have a sex tape. I make really weird decisions and uh, good for her for just saying it. I think it's kind of fun. I may, But again, it really did make me like her more. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I really, really, really swing wildly back and forth on Kim Kardashian. Like uh, sometimes, like I really want to like her and I really want to be in her uh, camp. And then, you know, there's just all sorts of shit that happens that makes that pretty hard. But I was thinking about her recently because she is the godmother to Sophia Pippen, Scotty Pippen's daughter, who is on Dancing with the Dancing Stars. Dancing with Jr. the Stars Judy, which how is that going, by the way? Oh my God, I love it so much. It's so sweet. Who's winning? Is someone winning? Is it like Great British Bake Off where like they, like everyone likes each other and if someone gets kicked off, they get really sad? Yes. When somebody gets kid, they're kids. They always, all kid competition shows are so much better than adult competition shows. Same with the Kids Baking Championship. Whenever a kid gets kicked off, they all run to hug them and comfort them. And it's the same thing on Dancing with the Stars Jr. When a kid gets kicked off, all the kids, first, very annoyingly to me, uh, either Frankie Muniz or Jordan Fisher has to go up and ask the kid how they're feeling, which don't make a kid talk right after they've experienced a disappointment. Yeah. Let them cry. Yeah. Also, don't kick them off. I hate that we kick kids off. Just just let everyone win. Molly, it's a competition. It an that doesn't, it doesn't teach children anything. <laughs> I hate this. I, we do not have to eliminate children. We could teach them something by having one person win each week. It's still a competition, and then you don't have to be like, sorry, you're not good enough to stay. But anyway, <laughs> when... Somebody loses. They have to go and speak into the microphone and usually they're crying and I feel really bad for them and I do not like it. But then afterwards, all the kids rush and hug them and lift them up and it's extremely sweet. That's uh, all right. I know I'll never watch it, but I appreciate and I support your watching of it. It's so sweet. And I think there is not a winner, I don't think, but the... uh, the, to me, the 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 person to beat is very much um, the extremely talented and cute, but like seriously talented boy from Blackish, Michael's Brown, not yeah. Miles Brown. Um, he is like he is such a fucking good dancer, and he's so cute, and uh, and so he is very good. And then the other person to beat is this kid, uh, this girl named Sky, who is a ten-year-old skateboarder, and she is so cute. Oh, is she the one with the backwards baseball cap and all the pictures? Yeah, that's her. I Hell like yeah. her. She's Hell so yeah. cute, and she's all, all the kids are always like after they win, they're always like, "Can I?" Or not after they win, after they dance and they get judged, they're like, "Can I say something?" And then they always say something like. I just want to tell everyone to believe in themselves and I just can't get enough of it. I'm I think I think this is a mother thing, you know. I think that, <laughs> <laughs> I blame that the fact that you are a mother and I appreciate you, but I'm glad that, you know, because I like uh MasterChef Junior. You know, don't get me wrong, but you know there's no singing or dancing in it, so I think that's why I can handle it. It's it's not even me being a mother. It's 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 really me. This is my relationship with dancing, even though I don't have any interest in watching Dancing with the Stars for adults. Yes, but you know, I I I, I was just obsessed with uh, tap dancing when I was a child, and yeah. so the kind of the narrative dances that. Dancing with the stars, and so you think you could like uh, like a narrative dance that tells a story. Ooh, that is extremely my shit. <laughs> Man, one day we're gonna watch this stuff together, Molly. You need to give me my. <laughs> you need to give me the dancing spirit that I seem to lack, or else I don't know. I feel like someone's gonna come after me and damn me to hell because um, I don't have enough of the dancing spirit. Yeah, I have a. I, I don't really care about watching children do other talented things, but I do care deeply about watching children who are talented at dancing do their good dancing. Hell yeah, Molly. Well, men, we're men in tight, tight, 
tights. We'll loosen up them tighties and take a chisel to them chastity belts because the sheriff of Rottingham is looking for a new Lady Marion to shiver his timbers. And it could be you after you start using Robin Hood for his stock market help instead of his cod piece. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. So sorry, Richard Lewis, you better get off of your king's high horse, because us peasants are armed with a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. It's simple and intuitive. Clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. The night is young and you need Robin Hood Here among the shadows, beautiful guntesses Man, when Carrie always sings that, it's like, Please leave that foppish feather under my pillows Robin Hood is crazy easy to use I love that it tracks my progress and really lays it all out on the table for you. Oprah, I'm supporting you and I always will. The text updates are a huge help because Lord knows I forget to open up an app and check it unless it like blips at me with its techno fingers, you know, gives you the the touchies on your cheeks. Although it costs a lot emotionally to be in love with Robin Hood, what with him caring about everybody else except for you, the app has no cost or commission fees. I like that I say that as if I've had the pleasure of loin grabbing at a fictional hero, but if it has happened in my night naughties, then it almost is like it happened in real life. Right? Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. Trade stocks and keep up all your profits. I would have definitely watched Broomhilda and Little John's tape, though, by the way. God, Little John was so hot in that movie. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at page7.robinhood.com. That's page7.robinhood.com. But I think that it's time. I think that we got to just jump to it because we got a big list today. We got a big thing. And I think that we need to sing it because we're starting the list. Oh, Who's on, on the list? list? Jackie got to have that, that list. list. Excitingly, Seamless. if we're doing this list that I think we're doing, it's actually what's on the list. Yeah, baby, because we are going through the Goop Gift Guide 2018. This guide, put uh, you, if you didn't have the Christmas spirit before, you're definitely not going to have it after you read this fucking guide. It's going to make you want to shoot someone. I just can't believe. I just can't believe that she does this every year. Do they just try to find the worst things? <laughs> I can't believe she has not internalized the criticism of what a horrible person this makes her look like. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes you need a handmade walnut matchbox for $95. Or a marble dumbbell. Oh, my One. God. That are, I just love uh, the three pounds of mushrooms for $80. $80. Eight zero. But they're wild. Molly. They're not even going to be good by the time you get them to your house. Yeah. And then there's just, I just, I, you can get a $150,000 portrait session. <laughs> Which I didn't realize, it's like, that's what I need in my life. I need to just, I just need to make more money so I can get these photo sessions. If I'm going to put that much money into a photo session, which I never, ever possibly would, I want it to be like a boudoir session that, like, has a lot of, like, really racy stuff. So I'm essentially paying for their silence and paying for them to be like, you look so good. I'm fairly certain we could buy a fixer-upper and get it renovated by Chip and Joanna Gaines in Waco for $150,000. Oh, you damn straight. And then you get a whole house. Or you could just get 24 karat gold rolling papers for your doobies for $55. I mean, I understand why people would want to be inhaling gold dust, but it sounds dangerous. When was the last time you had Goldschlager? I do love Goldschlager. 
But it kind of hurts your belly and your chest, though, right? Yeah, I mean, the la- to answer your question, I think I, the last time I had it, I was 19 years old. And I was like, yeah, put that metal in me, you know? Yeah, I don't know if you'd like it as much now, but maybe I also, it's been a couple of years for me. I'm going to say three years since I've had Goldschlager. And last time I had it, I was just like, you know what? I don't think I can drink this anymore. And again, this is, this is, uh, this is a person that drinks Fireball regularly, so... Well, they're similar flavors, right? Isn't Goldschlager cinnamon too? Oh, yeah. It's like, it, it, you know, I slap a Don't Taste Me Bro on there. But you know what? Just for $6 million, $6 million, you can get a balloon expedition over Mount Everest. <laughs> what I don't understand with Coop, it's like, I, I understand that they are their demographic is, their demographic are, are rich people on the, uh, on the whole, right? But why even put this on the list? Write an article about it. If Goop wants to get her ass on a balloon near Mount Everest, I'll read about it. I want to watch her do it. But she don't know shit about this balloon over Everest. You imagine? She's so thin. Can you imagine how cold she would be? (laughs) Well, and yeah, don't even insult the like, whatever level of rich people this list is aimed at. Because obviously, if you're trying to buy a a marble dumbbell for a hundred dollars then you're just also not buying an entire island which is another thing on the list yeah or a whole village in spain that's right the whole village oh yeah baby i think that i think we might need to buy the village it's only one hundred and seventy two thousand dollars <laughs> so if you think about it too it's like hundred fifty thousand dollars for a photo session or a hundred and seventy two thousand dollars for a whole village yeah, you got to scrape together that extra 22000 Yeah, I think, th- I mean, if you've got that much, you've got that much, right? Yeah, I think that that's probably true. Or you can get a Clue Luxury Edition um, of the game Clue for $250. That's it. Yeah, I mean, even the poppers can afford that. I don't know how you treated your board games growing up, but, like, I, my board games always looked like, like, we gnawed on the edges, you know? Everything, it was always wet and just... Yeah, yeah sticking together soft corners it's soft corners and also it's like we always like spilled soda and shit on it so everything would stick together and, and the pictures come off you can't buy that for someone i guess if you really really love clue yeah for the clue collector i guess i live and i die for clue i mean <laughs> if it was like something that was signed by the entire cast of the movie clue i'm down that sounds great but i guess you can't um you know ew what is this a love box Ew, what? So it's a it's a hundred dollar box that lets you read your text messages. So these the exi- the summary of it it syncs to your phone and you and your lover can pass secret messages through it. So it's a text. But like, isn't that what text messaging is? Don't that you, is definitely that, what text messaging. No is. one has to read it. Oh, a pop up volcano vacation. <laughs> Doesn't everyone want to just get close to an exploding volcano? This is I'm I'm done with this list. I'm done For with it. When you haven't shredded your lungs with gold, you can shred them with volcano smoke. I mean, it, oh god, Chanel oven mitts. Come on, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Six hundred dollars for a custom lullaby recording. Give me, give me two hundred dollars. I'll make a whole album, whole album for your baby. Baby, go to sleep. Oh baby, why you awake? <laughs> you must be asleep. You a cute fucking baby. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your <laughs> eyes, and just do a bunch of um. What is it? ASMR. Would that put Freddie to sleep? Do you want me to record these for you, Molly? Because I'll send them to you. <laughs> I can. I can picture the exact face she would make while listening to this. <laughs> It's not It's not the face she makes when she's about to fall asleep. No, it's not a good face? You don't think it's good? What, what Describe, what would her look be? She has a very good, um, you know, she kind of furrows her eyebrows together and looks at you like, what the fuck are you doing? Hell yeah. I'm definitely, whenever I meet Freddie, I'm going to elicit that response a lot. That's what I elicit from uh, most children. It's a, it's fairly, It really can kind of put you on the defense of like, wow, this baby just read me with her face. Yeah, dude. It's like, don't. 
Tase me, bro. And that's what I'm going to say to <laughs> Freddie over and over again, as long as you don't mind. I mean, I, I, I see that you've adopted a new catchphrase. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm seeping it in there. I'm getting there. It's because I keep carrying a taser on my hip. You've, you've moved on from Mamma Mia, here we go again, to don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me, bro. And that's, um, that's why it's hard when you've got a portable taser on your hip at all times. It makes you want to talk about tasing every second of the day. I think that's probably how people feel about guns. Yeah, I guess so. And they're just talking about how great their guns are. Yeah, but mine, it's like, you know, you got to be attacking me for me to use it. It's not a faraway thing. <laughs> what are those? Oh, yeah, because that's what happened in the don't tase. We don't need to talk about don't tase me, bro. I don't even really know what happened with it. I just think it's a funny phrase. I think it's very funny. It is That's fine. I'm fine with it. I'm fine leading into it. We don't have any blind items today because Marcus doesn't love Christmas enough. This podcast host doesn't love Christmas enough, but he's about to get the Christmas spirit in him when he gets <laughs> stuck in the snow on a plane. It is so, it's so threatening. Oh my God, I'm going to watch so many. I'm My goal is to watch at least five Hallmark Christmas movies by next week. Can you achieve wow. this goal, Molly? I know that you'll just have to watch the previews, but... I can, I can watch the previews for five Hallmark movies Hell by yeah. next week. All right, I'm on it. We're gonna we're let's go find some weird ones. And if you guys have any of your favorite Hallmark Channel uh, classics or Lifetime, heck, because you can also for three ninety nine also stream all of the Lifetime Christmas movies. Um, hit me up on Instagram at Jack That Worm or just you know just like send us a letter on the Patreon because I want to know what you guys want us to watch. For our jollies, 2K18 every Thursday up until Christmas. I'm excited about it. And um, I'm going to probably cry at least three times, <laughs> depending on whatever the drink is for the week. This week, we're drinking our throat thickeners with two C's, and um, it is rum chata and fireball over ice. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's where the crying comes in. Yeah. That at the is. poor liquor choices. Yep. That's definitely a recipe for tears and Christmas cheer. And Christmas cheers! Thank you guys so much for joining us today. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. My name is Molly Neffel. I'm MJKLCat. And if you would like to join us while we watch our Hallmark Christmas Channel movies, just hit up our Patreon at patreon.com slash page7podcast because I think you might like it. Oh my God, we haven't even brought up. I think you might like it yet. That's next week. Oh God. It's coming. Woo! Woo! I can't watch. <laughs> Love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.